You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. very special group to minister to us. How many of you would like a special singing group to sing to you as your seed is being sown? So I want you to put your hands together and welcome for the very first time our university singers. They are called Orion. He brought me this far He brought me this far Yes, He did My God brought me this far He brought me this far And He's gonna take me gonna take me
energy. I said, do you have energy? You need it. Because we've come to the best part of the service. We've actually come to the part that you've all been waiting for. So even if today is your first time, this is the moment that you've been waiting for. Tell your neighbor that this is the moment that you've been waiting for. How many of you were in church last week? And we heard about sowing seeds, isn't it? How many of you have been trying to sow seeds of the Spirit? How many of you have been sowing seeds of the flesh? The hands went down very quickly. Well, I believe that today a very powerful CD is about to be sown into our lives. A message that will change you permanently. So let's put our hands together and welcome our pastor once again, Bishop Richard be praised amongst us today thank you for the beauty of being in your presence thank you for your blessing on this gathering Lord let your will be done in this service bless us, help us direct us heal us, strengthen us oh God thank you for this blessing in Jesus name and all shall say Amen God bless you, take your seats Are you excited? Okay, so I want to continue sharing with you on sowing seeds to the Spirit. Do you want to be sowing seeds to the Spirit? So that's Galatians chapter 6 and um, verse number 8. You have to understand that sowing seeds to the Spirit is to help us to become spiritual. Spiritual or spiritual. I don't know, depending on what type of tongues you speak. Yes. Spiritual or spiritual. I don't know. Whichever one works for you. Whichever one works for you, you can have it. Yes. I like to be spiritual. Yes. So you can be spiritual. DJ, I don't know which one you like. You like to be spiritual or spiritual? Spiritual. Okay. Spiritual. Okay. So Galatians chapter 6 and verse 8, it says that, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. I don't know which one you want. Do you want corruption or do you want life everlasting? 
Yes. But are you able to tell when you, you've become corrupt? Are you able to tell that you've become corrupt? Or you pretend as though you are not? Yes. Are you able to tell? So you should be able to tell so that you change the seeds. You change the seeds that you've been planting. Because maybe you've been planting some seeds. That's what has put you in your current state. Do you understand? So when you change the seeds, uh, next year by this time, you see that you are reaping life everlasting. You have, I mean, you're a better person and you're a different person. You know, I just, I just heard um, Prophet speaking and uh, he, was actually, he actually read from Romans chapter 7 and verse 21. And he said, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm already related with the, with the thing that, that it's like, it's like, when, it's like when I desire to do, because I want to be a good person. I want to be a good person. I mean, if I've been there, you want to do a good person. But there's something present with you all the time. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. I mean, if you're already comforted by the verse, you see that you are not alone. Because it's not, it's not, as, though, it's not as though you don't want to do well. Or you have, you have resigned and decided that you, you are some bad boy or bad girl you know but you really you really want to do well but then when you want to do it you you have you have discovered that there's a law that when i would do good evil is present and you know he was as was he he kept emphasizing on um, spirituality which happens to what uh, we are talking about well, I'm talking about so into the spirit, like becoming spiritual and spiritual. And he's saying that, he was saying that when he looks at missionaries or people who want to be missionaries, people who want to serve God, they want to do the work of God, but it looks as though they don't do well. And he said, as he has analyzed over time, he's discovered that the key thing that they lack is spirituality. They are not spiritual. Not that they are not zealous. They are zealous. Not that they don't have a desire to do well. They have, they have a very strong desire to do well. But they are not spiritual. So you see, you can't, you can't, what, what, what the scripture is teaching is that you see, you can't serve God without spirituality. And it's something, it's something that you have to move up on your list of things of value or importance in your work with God. That spirituality, therefore, is very important. Because it seems that without spirituality, you don't do well. You see, I've seen many good people, many good people who have been toppled. Do you understand toppled? Who have been toppled because of a lack of spirituality. They would have done very well. They should have done very well. They should have been very great. Maybe some of them should have even been bishops. But they've been toppled. Because of a lack of spirituality. Do you understand? Do you understand a lack of spirituality? It's like, it's like you see, to be, to be spiritual means that, means that your spirit man is the dominant person in your life. Though you have, though you have a body. Though you have a body, though you have flesh. So when you see someone not, you see, many people have gained opportunity. Sometimes that's what even causes discouragement. People who have been given opportunity to do things and they didn't do well. 
Because it's not like you've never been given. If you're in a church like this church, I mean, unless I haven't met you, I'll be surprised that I'll be surprised that you've been in the church for a year, two years, and you have not been given a chance, a chance, even to take down the lights. <laughs> even to take down the lights. After church, take down the lights. I'll be very, very surprised. But you see, people have been giving things. Sometimes some of the people, you sit with them, you tell them what to do, and that's where it ends. When they get up, they never do it. They never, they never, they never, they never do anything. But it's because, you see, every, every step up is like a gradual, systematic step. But you need spirituality to do well. You need spirituality to bear fruit. And you see, and I was saying to you that, you see, the sad thing is when you see good people, I mean, good, I mean, when they say good, I mean, good people. Better than you, better than me. Oh, yeah. Why would I say better than Because when I see their fruits, I can tell that this person can do very well and should have done very well. But they've been toppled by the enemy and by, by the body because of a lack of spirituality. A lack of, which maybe they wouldn't call it spirituality. They all, not that they won't call it, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't even know what is happening to them. They perhaps they didn't know what their enemy was and what was really fighting because they had zeal. They have zeal, they have passion, they have energy. They, I think they really love God, but they lack spirituality. So you see, anybody, anybody who feels called or desirous to do the work of God, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something before you grow old. I'll tell you something at this young age that becomes spiritual. Move that thing to the top of your list that I am going to be a spiritual person. I'm going to be a spiritual person. Not just, not just someone um, who, who has a certain personality. Because personalities can make you try things. You see, out of the four personalities that we have, two of them Two of them, I think, are more misleading than the others. Which two are these? Cholerism or cholerics and phlegmatics. Both these two personalities can appear spiritual when they are not. Yes. Because the choleric can get things done. It's like it's, he can even appear very serious. I'm doing something, but he doesn't pray. He's not spiritual at all. Get to know him, you see that oh this 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 person is just I mean some beastly machine that is just working. And then phlegmatics, because they are so calm, cool, you will think that he is just coming from waiting on the Lord. Yes. Because he doesn't respond to anything. Won't react to anything, doesn't get angry. You think that, oh, this guy is very spiritual. He doesn't get angry. I mean, he's so together. He's calm, he's very accommodating. I mean, the others also have their things, but we, we are not talking about uh, temperamentally. So, so let me talk about the two I want to talk about. Yes. Yes. Because cholerics can get things done. Oh, they can actually get things done, but it doesn't mean the person is spiritual. The person could be an, a leading fornicator. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's those type of people who sin with ease. 
Because they bulldoze their way to get things done. Male or female? Male or female? Oh, yeah. And yet, when they come to church, they will get things done. You even think they are apostles. Because they'll break hard ground. Meanwhile, they just finish fornicating. Wait, wait, I see he's doing. But, but you see, the, 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 that's what I said. The sad thing is that they don't last. Because you can't act spiritual. You can't act spiritual. You can't act spiritual. Just, just, just as you can't act that you are full. You know, sometimes you are hungry, you're in a place that is offering you food, and then you say, Oh, no, I don't. You see, it just takes a bit of time before you realize you are picking something because you are hungry. You're hungry. Yes. That's it. You can't act spiritual. You can't act like you've got something that you don't have. You don't, you don't, you don't have. So, so he, as he was explaining, as he was explaining, I was, I was also thinking, I was actually thinking about people that I know. And I was saying that it's true. This person is a good person. I will never take good away from that person. This person is a good person, but can't do the work of the ministry. Didn't last, didn't become fruitful, didn't become effective. Why? The person is not spiritual. The person is not, just not spiritual. Just not spiritual. And didn't aim to be spiritual. Had zeal. Had zeal. Energy. Interest. You know, when you've been around for a while, you have all the right words. This, you know, this, I want to do this, I want to be like, but they are not spiritual. They are not spiritual. And it's spirituality, it's spirituality that we have to fight for, that we really have to battle to gain. We need to gain that image that I'm a spiritual person and I'm becoming spiritual and more and more spiritual. If I am spiritual, I want to be more spiritual. Oh yes, I want more because because they are real, they are real dimensions and levels in being spiritual. Yeah. I would like to be more spiritual, even more spiritual. When I'm talking to people, relating with people, I like to relate with them. I like to relate with them as a spiritual person. If I'm related with you as a spiritual person, I would like to say, don't, don't look at me and think of me as Richard. You are talking to Richard. Yes. You are quiet. What, what, what did I say? Yes. And when I'm dealing with you too, I would like to deal with you not just, not just as Glenn. But who is Glenn? What's Glenn's, what's Glenn's spiritual identity? What does he understand? What does he not understand? What does he know? What does he not know? What does he like? What does he not like? What does he do? What does he not do? Nobody suits. Nobody suits, not by zeal. You see, you see already that it's like, as I say, almost as if zeal is not, as, as though zeal is not even an important thing. Because there are a lot of non-spiritual zealots. They are not spiritual at all. In other words, their, their relationship with God is perhaps non-existent. Even though they will tell them, they, they will tell themselves that they are, they are, they are, whatever they will tell themselves, but they are not. Because you, you are, you see, you are, you are best known by the fruits you bear. 
Yes. Your fruits reveal who you are and what you are. So anyway, let me read a few verses to you to encourage you on spirituality. Then I would, um, what would I do today? I don't even know what I'll do. But we'll find something to talk about. I have something to talk to you about, okay? I'm sure I have two points or three. Two or three, isn't it? You don't mind. The first service had one point. Yes. So that came to church with one point. Yes, and I gave them one point. That was it. So if you get two, thank God. Yes. Are you there? Spiritual, isn't it? You like spiritual? Mm-hmm. Me too. Listen. Romans 15. Perhaps I'll give you, I'll give you one, big, one big point to be spiritual, to help you to be spiritual. Yes. And I, I, I would like to tell you before we say that it's not, it's not all the things you learn in church and that you've been learning in church it's a life you must live. It's not just something that just happens to you and then that is it. And I always, I always like to quote Galatians 2.20. That it's like the life that I now live. The life that I now live. It's not the experience that I had or the encounter that I had. It's not an encounter. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's not, it's not, it's not a, a hit and miss kind of situation. It's a lifestyle. That's why you see seed time and harvest makes so much sense to me. That people are what they are today as a result of seeds they have sown. So when you discover, when you discover, if I discover that I've been sowing bad seeds, what do I have to do? I just have to stop sowing the seeds. Instead of going to blame the person who has been giving the seeds to sow. Hey, look, I've been sowing bad seeds. Look, it's okay. I'm not buying from you again. Hmm? Yes, so that I can start sowing right seeds. Because we'll be here. We'll be here. The year will be ending again. What seeds would you have sown? Yes. So you see, when, when Paul said, the life, the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith. It's a life that he saved. It's a lifestyle that he has now. So when you have that life as a result of a series of sowing to the spirit in your life, you see, you change. You change. When, when you are struggling, when you are struggling with a problem, whichever, whatever type of problem you have, when you are struggling with it, let me, let me tell you, there's one main prescription, a spirituality. A spirituality. You need, you need to discover which aspect of spirituality do I need to apply to shake myself off this problem I've been struggling with. How many of you have problems that you've been struggling with for a while? Like this day, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a wrestling bout. Yes, it's, it's lack of spirituality. It's actually, it's actually a lack of spirituality. And then how many of you also had some problems that you have been able to overcome? So how did you overcome those ones and you've not been able to overcome this one? 
is the same concent, concentrating and applying a certain spiritual principle to it continuously before you realize you are, over, you, you are out of it. And then the other one, when you leave it, you see it's there. Maybe sometimes you, you, you leave it because you are not so repentant. Do you understand not so repentant? Not so repentant is, um, I like it, I hate it. Uh-huh. Yes, I like it, I hate it. Yes, stop it, don't stop. Yes, stop it, don't stop. Yes, stop it, do it. Yes, stop it, do it. I like it, I hate it. Yes. I have okay. It's not. It's not on this iPad. I had a book. I was going to. Um, I'm going to read the title. The, the title is. I think the title is. I hate you, but don't leave me. Yes. Yeah. It talks about borderline personalities. Borderline personalities. When you're in a relationship with someone, the person acts like they hate you so much in the relationship, but still don't go. Yes. I hate you, but don't leave me. Yes. Uh-huh. It's like there are people there are people in like abused relationships, but they won't leave. They'll complain everything about you, but they'll tell the conclusion that no, I don't want you to end this relationship. But they are still in it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very abusive relationship. You see, you're in a relationship with someone you're someone who is taking you to hell. All the things that go on in the relationship is taking you to hell, but you are, you are still saying that, no, but I don't want to leave. Yes. Because you have not looked at that relationship through, through your spiritual eyes. Yes. When you look at it through the spiritual you say, you, you, you talk like Jesus. You say, get behind me, Satan. You haven't called some people Satan in your life. That's why they're still hanging on. Yeah. Because there are satans in your life. There are satans. There are male satans. There are female satans. That's why you will say that I still want to. I still want to have this relationship. Oh, can I? Can I still? Can I still talk to him? Can I still message him? Because you, you, because you are lacking spirituality there. Yes. Because when you look at his spiritual, he said, "This person can take me to hell. This person can take me to hell." If I follow this person, I will end up in hell. I hate you, but don't leave me. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a life. I thought I was going to read some passages to you. Isn't it? My time is finishing. That's what they all say. Romans 15, Romans 15, verse 27, it has pleased them verily, and their debtors they are. For if, for if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty, their duty is also to minister unto them in carnal things. So you see, generally, generally there are some things that are spiritual. There are some things that are done. That are done to you. You see, like, like as I'm as I'm talking to you now, I'm ministering to you spiritual things. Maybe counseling, 
maybe rebukes, maybe encouragement, maybe I'm showing you verses, I'm increasing your knowledge, your knowledge of the word of God. So I'm ministering to you spiritual things, spiritual things. Generally, it's like, what, what in particular? Spiritual things. Spiritual things. So if as they minister spiritual things to you, it's also your duty to minister carnal things back. So if you ever want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. Bishop, for your spiritual things. In other words, it's not wrong to minister carnal things. To say thank you. To say thank you with an envelope, to say thank you with a box, to say thank you with chocolate. So there are there are spiritual things, spiritual things that are ministered in different ways, spiritual things, spiritual things that are ministered to you. Okay, First Corinthians. I'm just reading to you happy verses. Okay, happy verses. You like the happy verses? Okay, so now, here we go. So, First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13 says that, which, which, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing, you see again, I'm telling you, I mentioned spiritual things, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, not comparing spiritual things with carnal. You know, you know some of you, when you are being advised or are being told some things to do, that, the advice you are being given, you are making carnal, physical, logical comparisons. But you compare spiritual things with spiritual. You've sown this spiritual seed. This is what you are reading. This, 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 this is your spiritual status now. Because of this, you have been demoted spiritually. Can't you see that you can't achieve, you can't do this it's all based on spiritual abilities. But then you sit, you'll be sitting there saying that, but what about this person? Whilst you are being ministered, spiritual things, you are comparing it with carnal things. We compare spiritual things with spiritual. Yes, with spiritual. Spiritual with spiritual. You don't mix the two. Don't create confusion. Don't create confusion. Don't create confusion and say that I got, I got first class in school, so I must, I must be a, a bishop. I did very well here, so I must, do, I must be this. Yes. I got, I, got saved, I got saved 45 years ago, so I must be a pope. It, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. I hope you can understand what I'm saying. Yes. You compare spiritual things with spiritual. So you may have been safe 40 years ago, but 40 years, 40 years ago, you started, you suffered from started growth. In other words, you are not growing. The scripture says, I desire the sincere milk of the weather. You may grow thereby. So when you get saved, you're expected to grow. So within the 45 years, you're supposed to have grown and matured. But when there is no growth and no maturity, and you are, you are still insisting, you are still insisting that I didn't get born again yesterday. You are not comparing spiritual things with spiritual, because you've not been sowing spiritual seeds. You've been sowing calendars. Calendars and months and weeks, which are physical things. So you can't demand. 
you can't demand that. This is who I am, and this. But I said, that is that is how people think and behave. That therefore I must be this. It shows your disregard and disrespect and a lack of understanding of spiritual things. It shows that you are not spiritual. If we're to go by pot bellies because of the number of amount of food you eat, we should make you a pope. What are you talking about? Let me read my next verse so I can calm down. Yes. Yes. Can you imagine the nursery teacher of the um, cardio surgeon telling the telling the telling the uh, um, NHS that I taught him in nursery, so I must know better than him. I should be the surgeon in this place. From now, every heart surgery, I must be the one to do it. Because I was there before him and I taught him in history. Is that how it works? Please. Please. Let me be spiritual. Now. What else do you want to see? This one will be, should be a nice and quick one to end on it. To end on telling about things or spiritual things then we can move on. Next thing, next one is 1 Corinthians chapter 10. So I understand that generally there are spiritual things. Respect and have regard for, when you see something spiritual, have no, well, this one is a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. Sometimes you may even see a child and it looks as if you feel like, but why, why is this child uh, rising faster than me and being given more opportunities to do this? But you see, sometimes the child you are looking at, the child you are looking at has been spiritual since the day they were born. So it's not, it's not autobiography. So you see that somebody who has been around and has been sowing the right seeds seem to do well. So you, see, you will say that suddenly this person is doing well, but the person is not suddenly doing well. All the person's like, these are the songs the person has listened to. These are the messages the person has been listening to. You have been listening to uh, you are now trying to change over. Uh-huh. So it's not the same. Generally speaking, it's not the same. You can you can even compare you can even compare them with their colleagues that sometimes they have grown up with in the church. But those who didn't do are not doing well or haven't done well. It's like in the church, but they are living like unbelievers. Because there are people who were born in the church, but they are like unbelievers. If you ask me again, my honest opinion, what is it? I said this place is like an unbeliever. This place is like an unbeliever. If I had my way, I'll have I'll have a service for them and tell them that look. This service I'm doing it for you, so you give your life to Christ because you are it looks to me like you are not born again. Yes. I'm having the service. If I could have a service for them, even in my sitting room, I'll have a service. I say, please, when I make the altar call, I want you to know before I even start the service. When I make the altar call, can you please give your life to Christ? Yes, because it appears to me like you're an unbeliever. 
Who am I saying that? By your fruits and by the things you do. You are like an unbeliever. Hmm? Believers don't behave that way. Spiritual things. First Corinthians chapter 10. Are you understanding my message today? Yes. Yes. Because otherwise they'll be looking at themselves and say, if this one, if this one is doing well, then me too I should be this. It is not like that. It is not like that. It is not like that. Though you are in church every Sunday, but when we close from church, you do other things. He doesn't do other things. Or she doesn't do other things. He has been it's like the ten virgins. They were all virgins. Five were wise, five were foolish. You have to appreciate spiritual things and appreciate these things. And have, have, have some respect for it. Have some respect for it. Have some respect for spiritual things. Have some respect for spiritual things so you can become spiritual. Yes. If you don't have respect for hair, your hair will always be messy. Yes. If you don't have respect, if you don't have respect for dressing, you will never dress well. If you don't have respect for spiritual things, you will never be spiritual. Yes. If we go to the office and say that this person, what, this, is the, this is the boss's favorite. Instead of having respect for what is used to promote people, maybe qualification, whatever. And then you just sit there and say, look, this is the boss's favorite. You see, you don't have respect for what the boss respects. So you will never become his favorite. So when you come into church, respect what God respects. And it seems to me like God respects spirituality. So if you want God to choose you, become spiritual. It seems to me. Does it also seem to you that God really moves with spiritual people? Look, I had never imagined that I'm be a pastor. Never. I mean, it's never even, it never even occurred to me before. I just knew that I have to be spiritual. I have to be a Christian. I have to pray. I don't know what, when you get a beloved, I don't know what you do with her. I don't know what you've been doing with her. Yes. That is why I said, I see, you, if you have the spirit of Christ, you would have called some people Satan by now. Nobody has to counsel you or advise you. You say, this person, this person is taking me to hell. Yes. This person is taking me to hell. This place is a very bad, evil influence in my life. But you see, in the absence of spirituality, you'll be saying, I hate you, but don't leave me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. I find some of the brothers quite weak. If you ask my honest opinion, I find them quite weak because they can't make hard decisions. They can't walk away from things they have to walk away from. I find some of them quite weak. Because some of the people who sent you texts, you have to, your response has to be, get lost, Satan. Get lost, Satan. That has to be your response. That will be the last time you heard from them. But I find them quite weak. And they are weak because they are not spiritual. And they are not desirous of God. Maybe they are desirous of other things. They are not desirous of God. Because me at your age, if I, we had text then, I can tell you a story uh, or stories now that I would have sent that text before. Oh, yeah. I'll send, I'll send, I'll send it cry. I'll send it cry afterwards. I'll ask myself, what have I done? Then I'll say, it's okay. I'll say, it's okay. 
First Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 1. You are becoming spiritual, isn't it? Yes. All weak brothers are getting strong. Yes. And weak sisters are also getting strong. Yes. But if the brothers get strong, you, it looks as if you, you have some marginal safety. Yes. Yes. They are, they are weak. They are weak. That's why your weakness is multiplied. Yes. They are like spaghetti people. Yes. Yeah, they are like spaghetti. They, they even, some of them even pride themselves that there's some girl in, in their lives. Like, it's almost like some wonderful thing that is happening. It's like, it's like a church that has bought new lights. They, they, feel, they feel very good. It's like, you know, this girl, I mean, come on. Moreover, brethren, I would not that they should be ignorant. How that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. Verse 2. And we're all baptized unto Moses in the, in the cloud and in the sea. Verse 3. And did all eat the same spiritual meat. The next thing I want to say is that there's spiritual meat. Okay, there's spiritual, that's the spiritual food. That is eating. Don't you eat meat? Yes. yes. So there's spiritual food that is eaten. As there's physical food to eat, there's also spiritual food to eat. I hope your, I hope your spirit man is not starved. Yes, because there's spiritual food. And the more of that spiritual food that you eat, the more spiritual you become. If you just eat this other food, we can tell that that's what you've been eating. So that's who you are. Your moods are still there. Your mood swings are still there. Your fornications are still happening. I mean, it's like, oh, oh your things are still there because, because you, have, you have really been feeding this flesh. You don't eat spiritual food. If you eat spiritual food, your spirit man will become stronger and healthy. But you, you don't eat spiritual But there's spiritual food. That's what I say. We, and did eat did all eat the same spiritual meat. In other words, there's spiritual food. All of us here are being served the same food this evening. We are all eating the same thing. We are all eating the same thing. That's what he's saying. We all eat the same thing. We all eat the same food. We all eat the macane. We all eat macarius. We all eat uh, poimano. We all eat bosco. We all eat yugalizo. We all eat, we eat the same things. We eat or we don't eat. Yes. It's like, it's like, it's like you take people to, I've taken people to restaurants. I've been with people in restaurants where they didn't eat. They didn't eat. And I said to myself, these, are not, these people are not good company in restaurants. Because they make you feel bad. As if you are, you are, as if you are a glutton. Because whilst we are all eating meat, they, they are eating leaves. Leaves and water. Yes. They eat like sparrows. Sparrows. As if you've gone to a restaurant with a bed. (laughs) 
You know, when you have people like this, like that in your life, do you know the strategy? When you go out with them, let them order first. When the waiter comes, they say, oh yeah, please, go ahead. When they order water, when they order water, <laughs> I don't even know what to show. Order, order warm water. So they just give you warm water. They just come, they give you the bill. Then you just walk out. Yes. Just walk out and see them off and then you go back and eat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's actually wrong to sit with someone and the person is eating and not eating. Did you know that? Yes. It's not done. Yes. You can't say that somebody is eating that you are not eating. They are looking in between their teeth. All the things that are stuck in there, they are sitting there, you are, you are, you are watching it. <laughs> When they order water, order warm water. Yes. And then see them off. And then come back. Yes. Just come back. Yes. And come back. <laughs> Are you there? Spiritual. What does verse 4 say? And did all drink the same spiritual drink? So there's also spiritual drink. Look, if you are going to be spiritual, you will be very busy. There are spiritual things, there's spiritual meat, there's spiritual drink. Spiritual drink. Okay. And then there's spiritual rock. Yes. The spiritual rock. And that rock was Christ. We drink from Christ. We drink from Christ. We eat from Christ. Yes. I don't know who your go-to person is, but your go-to person must be Jesus. Yes. To drink from what he has to offer and eat from what he has to offer. And then look at it. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1. It says that now concerning spiritual gifts. So there are spiritual gifts. After you have eaten and you have drunk, you are full now. There are gifts that when you have, you see, there's a lot of things to desire and to chase after to become a spiritual person. You desire spiritual gifts. Do you like such things? Yes. Are you interested in such things? Yes. Do you want such things? Yes. They go after it. Now there are spiritual gifts. What was the last time, if ever in your life, that you prayed for a spiritual gift? Or you saw something and said, this is a gift. Maybe you saw somebody present, this one has a teaching gift. I desire to have this teaching gift. What are the gifts that you want? What are the spiritual gifts that you want? Because there are spiritual gifts. There are spiritual gifts. Instead of assuming that I, I, I can do anything, it's like, oh, you know, this thing that Pastor Glenn is doing, if he's giving to me, I can just do it. No, you see, you see, again, that's what I'm saying. Again, you are blind to spiritual things. So you, are, you shut off the grace of God from your life. Because it takes the grace to be able to get some things done. So don't say that, oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I was born in 1970, so, you know, bring it on. 
It's called spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. When I see people doing things with ease, with grace, with anointing, I say to myself, wow, God has really blessed this person with this gift. It's called a gift. It's not just something that you wake up. It's not, it's not human appointments. It's a gift. It's not colorism. It's not melancholism. It's not phlegmatism. It's not sanguinity. It's none of the temperaments. It's a spiritual gift. It's anointing. It takes the anointing to get it done. It takes spiritual gifts for it to be done. So you see something being done with a certain effect. Immediately think spiritual. Immediately think spiritual. That is how you can become spiritual. But when you don't think spiritual, you never become spiritual. Are you understanding? You think you are understanding? Okay, so here's my one point for you today. I think I've showed you all the spiritual possibilities in life. So let's try and find Proverbs, Proverbs something. Pray I find it. I'm sure I'll find it. How many of you know that I'll find it? Yes. Proverbs chapter chapter 4. How many of you are blessed already? We can go home after, from where we've reached. How many of you think we can go home? Only Pastor Douglas thinks we should go home. <laughs> Tell him that we don't go home like that. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 4. Now. As we are talking about spirituality, there's one important person that you have to become aware of. And that's the person that is called your spirit man or your inward man. The man that is in you. Because he's, he's the one who will eat. He's the one who will eat. Your brains, your brains can't eat. Your brains don't eat spiritual things. Your brains, your brains study things and they write it. They write it. Then you've passed your exam and then you are free. Passing your first class doesn't mean that you are you are you are the head of the church. Eh? Yes. Passing all your exams doesn't doesn't make you um, the head of the Vatican. You need to get that inner man to start eating now. He has to start eating. So in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23, the scripture says that keep thy heart with all diligence. Another word for your heart is the inner man. It's used interchangeable. Inner man, heart, it's, it's, the, same, it's the same person. It's the same person that is, is talking about. Not, not, not the broken heart that you've been talking about. Broken heart. No, no not the broken heart. Inner man. Okay, so he said that keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So keep your heart. In other words, guard your heart. Protect your protect what enters into your heart. Or maybe apart from guard, keep, 
Control. Control. Control what goes in. Really control what goes in. Now, you see, the, the difficult task is, is this, that to even get something into your heart, it takes, it takes a long while for something to enter into your heart. Yes. How many of you have heard some things and then it took you a long time, then one day, maybe you were somewhere, you just said, oh, this is what was being said. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm a pastor. I talk to people that I've, I would have thought that they should have understood this and what I'm saying, but you see, it's a spiritual, it's a spiritual person. It's a spiritual person, it's a spiritual instruction, maybe being given to a carnal person. So it doesn't go in. That's, that's what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 3. He said he, 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 he understood this. He said, I can't talk to you as spiritual people. I can only talk to you as carnal people. I can't, I can't bring spiritual things to you. I can't speak unto you like a spiritual because when I speak, you won't understand. Because you need, you need your spiritual parts and understanding and your bits alert and alive and ready before you can receive spiritual instructions. So, all I'm submitting to you is that it, it does take a while before a spiritual instruction will register. Yes, it does take a while. It does take a while. You'll be here. You'll hear. You'll hear, but you don't understand. I think Jesus said, hearing, hearing you'll hear, but you don't understand. He said, they are dull of hearing. They are dull of hearing or slow in hearing. Because it does take, it does take a while before a spiritual instruction will enter. Why does it take a while? What, what, are, what are the borders that the things that you, it, it has to cross? It has to cross, it has to cross your intelligence and the analysis you'll be making. That's why when you go witnessing some people, it's so difficult to get them to be saved. Because you, you are now crossing borders. What they have been taught, sometimes what they have even been taught, depending on which age they were, they were in school, the things that have been taught in school, because now it seems to be getting worse and more, I say worse, I mean more unspiritual. So to come through what the person knows, what the person thinks is right, you have to come through that, you have to go through the, the mind, the thinking, how your mind works. And when the mind is not working in a spiritual way, it's going to be a long battle. I mean, it's going to be a long battle. A long battle. A long battle. Because there, there are things in the mind that has to be overcome before the light will come on. And the person will see and say, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Or even telling people, serve God. Even telling people, serve God. Give your life to God. Not give your life to Christ to be saved. No. Serve God. Give your life to God. It's better, it's like, it's better to serve God than anything. Yes. 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 I mean, by the time people see what has to be done, sometimes you see they're in their 50s. Before you decide, oh, this person is now becoming serious about God. This person is now seeing a light that was shown him in his 30s, if not even in his 20s. You see, the person is now in the 50s. And now they are trying. Because look, with all due respect, it takes a while for light to shine. 
Oh yes, it does. To gain an understanding. When you see, when you see somebody says that I'm going to serve God. I'm, I'm leaving everything. I'm going for God. And the person is young. That person is blessed. It means that that person has seen a certain light early. Oh yes. Oh yes. Because many don't see it. Many have logic and reasoning. And real, it's like real circumstances and real things. Bills to pay. God, the bills will be there. Whether you choose God or not, the bills will be there. Oh yeah, your bills will be there. Your bills will be there. This will be there. That will be there. You have to live your future. What is going to happen? I mean, all those things will be standing there waiting for you. But to see and to say, look, I, I will serve God. I'm giving my life to God. I'm choosing God. You need a personal conviction. You need a personal conviction. You need, you need to have a certain conviction. in you. That means that the thing must have traveled through the brain. The flesh, gone through the flesh, gone through, gone through the soul, which is your feelings and your fears. Which is what the sisters struggle with, is the soul. That's the fear. If I let him go, who will come? Don't do, don't do, I will do. Don't do, don't do. Because you see, the revelation is not traveling through the soul, where the feelings and the emotions are. It's a real battleground. It's a real battleground. The feelings. The feelings. I have feelings. How many of you have feelings? How many of you have feelings for some people? That even when you are told that it's wrong, it's difficult for you to say, no, this is a wrong feeling to have. No, 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 I respect it. Don't think I don't respect it. I respect it. Am I not the one? Am I not the one explaining it to you? I respect it. I know your battle that you have. It's a feeling for something that is not good. It's like the doctor telling you that don't eat this, it's not good for your health. But you know it is nice. But it will kill you. But the doctor is right, it will kill you. Yes. Any of the older ones who have been around, ask them whether what I'm saying to you is new, whether it's not the same thing I told them when they were in their 20s. You don't ask them after church. They are sitting there, they're all on the second row. Ask them if anything I'm saying is new. You can ask them after church. That's why for you, I can tell you, jokingly, but I'm serious, that I'm more stubborn than you. What I mean, what I mean is that I'm not going to change my mind about what I'm saying. I'm not going to change my stance. Because I've seen your mothers before you came. Yes, and your mothers have, proved, have proven that the scripture is right. So I'm not even going to wait. I'm more, I'm, more, I'm more set in what the Bible says. You can ask your mothers after church. I like it when you are thinking. I like it when you are thinking. Yes, I can tell you are thinking. Yeah. It has to travel through. Be 
before you get one drop into your spirit. If you can get something into your spirit, hey, throw a party that day. Throw a party. Throw a party. When you get a revelation or an understanding or a conviction that day, throw a party. Especially when you sit in church. And as the preaching is coming, there's a conviction. God has shown mercy on you. But as preaching is coming, you are still bouncing off. You still have arguments. I have time for you. God has, God has time for you. May God have mercy on you. May God have mercy on you that you are not destroyed. Yes. As it's bouncing off, as we are talking, it's bouncing off. You still have arguments. Keep arguing. You keep arguing. I'm explaining to you whilst, while you are arguing. That the thing has to pass through. Through the flesh, the thinking. It has to pass through the soul, the emotions, the waves. The waves of emotions. Waves. Waves of feelings. Waves of fear. If I follow God, how will I eat? If I follow God, where will I get a house? If I follow God, where will I buy a car? If I follow God, what will happen to me? If I, if I go to Africa, where the natives are restless at night... How can I survive? Yes. That's the spiritual state of people. Zeal, but no spirituality. No spirituality means that God can't lead them and they're not obedient to God and they don't have the real revelation. They don't have it. Yes, but they zeal. Good people people but the thing hasn't traveled through hasn't traveled through haven't traveled through yeah Are you listening carefully? Do you know my prayer for you? My prayer is that something will drop into your spirit. That's my prayer for you. That it, it, something can enter into your spirit. Just a drop. Because a drop is a life changer. A drop is a life changer. A drop of revelation. You know, I like, I like how the scripture calls it. When he talks about the gifts. He says, word of wisdom. A word, not a page or a paragraph. A word of wisdom or a word of knowledge. Yes. That's what the scripture describes. A word. It's a word. Sometimes you just need a word. It's not bouncing off everything and arguing with everything. A word. If you can get a word of wisdom. You know wisdom? Wisdom is how to. So if you get a word of wisdom, then it means that as you are there, you get a solution to a problem. If I have the gift of word of wisdom, it means that many times or sometimes when I'm preaching, some of you will receive a word of wisdom. As I'm preaching, you say, ah, this is for me. This is it. You say to yourself, if you are spiritual, that's if you are spiritual, because spiritual to spiritual. You say, to, you say to yourself, ah, this is it. I've been lost all along and I didn't know. This is it. But when you are not spiritual, the, the things will be coming like this. It's like, 
It's like rain, rain, go away. Go and come another day. Little children want to play. We want to play. Stop being serious. We want to play. But otherwise, as you hear, you hear a word on how to solve a problem. How to overcome something. It's like, it's like you say to yourself, this is it. This is it. You, you even say, oh, Bishop, you can close the service. I'm done. I'm healed. I'm through. But there's a battle. You know, I'm, I'm very scared of the soul. I'm very, I'm very disturbed. What I don't like is to feel like I like something. It disturbs me. Because why do I like something? Or why do I even like someone? Well, I don't even like, I don't even like liking someone. Do you understand liking someone? Not in a romantic way. Do you understand? Don't be silly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's like, it's like this person, maybe it's like this person is so special. I don't even like it. Because I don't like it because it can stop you from hearing from God. It can stop you from hearing from it can stop you from hearing what God is telling you to tell the person. Yes. Waves in the soul, waves, waves, waves. While the spirit is is battling through, it's battling through to go through the ocean, the ocean of feelings. The oceans are just battling to go through to show you the light and the beautiful well that is prepared for you. You're battling with this confusion. You see, you need, you need faith. You've heard of faith before, isn't it? Use it. If you use it, you would, um, you would, um, you would, um, what is that thing called? That thing they do in Australia on the ocean, the board they stand on. Surfing, yes. You will surf through the feelings and the emotions. You climb the high wave and surf through and glide over before you realize, you see, Oh, there was a world. You see, that's when you are sitting somewhere alone listening to Makane. Suddenly it's like, oh, wow. Oh, you're sitting somewhere alone having your quiet time, reading your Bible. Suddenly you say to yourself, oh, wow. This is it. This is it. This is the thing that is, has been said. It's not sometimes people don't come back to say thank you. I've understood now. They just pretend as though, you know, God was speaking to them, you know, as, I mean, as they were fasting, you know. But no problem. Oh, we are glad when you're here. Yeah. We pray that you're here. I pray that you'll be able to surf successfully through the waves of feelings and emotions. Feelings. 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 So, in conclusion, in conclusion, your heart, isn't it? The battle is to get the thing into your heart. We are talking about spirituality. For you to become spiritual, things have to be getting into your heart. Things have to be getting into your heart. So give, give, me, give me that verse. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Hey, it's time to close. You know that. Yeah, today the preach is weak, I'm telling you. 
this is the verse I've been looking for. Which one do you want? Matthew or Luke? Both. 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 You want both? Okay. (laughs) Matthew chapter 12. You have it in Matthew 12. You have it in Luke chapter 6. Whichever one you want to read. Matthew 12. And then. Verse 33 says that either make the tree good and its fruit good or else make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt for the tree is known by his fruit. Verse 34. O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So here, your heart, your spirit man, your inward man. Picture it like a, like a cup or a bucket that you keep putting things in. The heart is filled. It's filled with things all the time. And it, it, seems, it seems that some things are able to enter the heart faster. Yes. Some nonsense gets into you faster. Or maybe even if it doesn't get into you faster, over a longer period. See, it's like you are now saved. So you now have, that's what the scripture talks about, renewal of the mind. That is changing the soul. You have to renew the soul. It's like you now have to start putting things, new things into you to get into the spirit. Because the heart is full of things. So when you start, you, you, you have to understand that there, it's going to take a while for the heart to be filled again. For the heart to now contain new things new things because out of the abundance of the heart out of the abundance in other words out of the contents of the heart the things that are in there how did it get into the heart how did it get into the heart how did it get there how did it get into the heart let me just give you one point on getting things into the heart how many of you are ready to change the contents of your heart because it's, it's, it's the reason why you speak the way you speak and you think the way you think and you act the way you act and you behave the way you behave it's the, it's the heart it's the contents of the heart the mouth speaks anybody, anything that anybody says it is what they believe it is what is in their spirit what has entered there it has traveled through the mind, traveled through the soul Gone through the flesh. The flesh has welcomed it. It's gone through the soul and it's entered into the spirit. So it's, formed, it's, formed, it's crystallized and formed a conviction. Yes. You'll be telling people, don't. Don't. He's not ready. Don't stop talking. They'll be they'll, they'll be there saying that I'm waiting for you to tell me when I can start talking again. Is is that what, what what didn't you understand? What didn't you understand? What did you not understand? But you see, the trash has been put in this over a long period. It's crystallized. It needs to defrost, melt, and then displaced by Archimedes principle. 
You need to put the right things in there so it displaces what is there. You need the law of displacement to kick in. So the nonsense that you can ask them after church whether what I'm saying is new. You can ask them. They are here. They are on the second row. They've, know, they've known me for over 20 years. Yes. They've known me for over 20 years. Ask them whether what I'm saying is true or not. And ask them that so what should we do? For them to tell you what they did. Yes. Ask them. They are on the second row. They are here. They are all here. Yes. They are all here. In case you think you are new. You discover that the name of Satan is Old Dragon. He's not new. He's been around. Though. He has been around. He has the same tricks. Same tricks. Same, same, same tricks. very quiet today so let me try and give you one point and then we end okay I hope your silence means that it's entering yes yes so the key I want to give you the key I want the key I want to give you because there's a lot of instruction and counsel that is queuing up between the door of your heart but they can't get in they are queuing up. They are queuing up. So imagine that therefore it needs a certain amount of pressure before the door of the heart will open. So you have to allow the things to queue up. Even if it's not entering, it must queue up at the door of your heart. One day, one of them will break through. Yes. So never stop listening. Never stop reading. Never stop hearing. Never say to yourself, I'm not going to listen to this preacher again. Even if he annoys you. But he annoys you because of your feelings. Yes. Do yourself, do yourself, do yourself that um, good service. They say, you know, I'll just, I'll just allow the things to queue up. The things must queue up because they need to queue up before it will enter. There's no message that you listen to once. You have to listen to messages very, 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 very often because faith comes by hearing, not by what I have heard. It comes by hearing. That's a continuous effort. You have to keep hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Then, boom, one day faith comes in a small aspect. It doesn't come for life, it comes in a small area. In a small, so, if you want the more faith you want in the different aspects of, of life, you have to keep listening to the things over and 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 over again. Yes. And then also, do you know something? Pray that your counselors never switch off on you, that they'll keep talking to you. Yes. Pray that your counselors will always talk and they, they don't, that they don't mind repeating themselves. Pray that, pray, pray that your counselors will have the understanding that I'm explaining to you that, you know, it takes a while for things. So that's what the scripture says. In the multitude of counselors, there'll be safety. Not in, in, in counsel. A lot of counseling. A lot of talking. Before someone will change, a lot of talking. 
a lot of talking, a lot of talking too on the same issue, same subject. A lot of talking. There is a queuing up at the door of your heart. The pressure will force the door open. When it, when it opens the door, the way it is, it swings open like this, it closes. So when it swings open like this, one will drop in its shut. Don't think that everything will get in. One will just go in and it's shut. Oh, if it was not so, by now we'll all be very anointed. Hey. The anointing I'll be walking in now. As I walk in front of you, my shadow, my shadow will be healing you. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If everything we have heard has entered, oh, we will literally say to this mountain, be thou removed, and it will move. Literally say to a mountain. But we've been reading the verse, reading the verse. When I see, I see a mountain, I say, move. The mountain doesn't move. Some of us sometimes we can listen to about three different messages at the same time. Three different messages. It's plain. If all could enter, it's about all, all I'm, I'm practicing is the queuing up. Because there has to be a queue. If there's a queue, something will enter. One day as you are here, you see that this one will make it. So say, ah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Pray that your counselors never stop talking. Pray. Pray. Because faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Pray that they never talk. Pray that when you argue, they argue back. Pray that they'll be that patient with you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are you still here? Okay. Here's my scripture. Here's my scripture. Where's my scripture? Here. Here is my scripture. Here's my scripture. Here. Where? Here. Here's the scripture to help you, to help you do the queuing up. Are you ready for the scripture? But you know it already. It hasn't entered. Okay. Psalm 1. Blessed. Can you see the word blessed? Do you want to be blessed? Do you want to be happy? How many of you sometimes are not happy? And happiness means you are not blessed in a certain situation. Blessed means to be happy. Okay, so blessed is the man. Then verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Meditating is your key. For the things that are queuing up to enter. Meditating. 
You'll be blessed if you meditate. You'll be blessed if you meditate. If you meditate and if you ruminate. When you think about a verse or a message and you toss it. You, talk, you see, sometimes you begin. I've also been there before. I've been told, do this. Or someone says something and said, no, I don't agree. I don't agree. I just, I see, it's, it's more like an, it's like a very impulsive response without considering what is being said. Without considering, that is, thinking about what is being said. And especially these type of people who feel like they are, they are we, it's like I'm, I'm not even man, male. So everything male is right. So they don't listen to their spouse who is supposed to be a help suitable to them. That is the place supposed to make you better. But they don't listen because it's like I'm male, not man or male. The male ego prevents you from hearing advice. Sometimes. I'm also not saying that sisters just go and talk and be talking and say that you should have heard what Bishop was saying. Because sometimes you can also, the things you also say is, I mean, please, it's not biblical. But I'm just, I'm just saying that even when what the person is saying is wrong, tilt more towards considering what is being said. Train yourself to consider things and to think about things. And don't give instant responses. No. Yes, without thinking about it. Because without thinking, you don't understand. Without meditating, without tossing what you have heard, you need to consider it carefully. Carefully consider it. That is how you discover that you are wrong and what was said was right. But without, without meditating, you won't be blessed. Without meditating, without meditating, how often? Day and night, day and night, day and night, day and night. What is on your mind day and night? What is on your mind? I will tell you what is on your mind. What you do is what is on your mind. Do you know how much effort it takes to go onto that pornographic site? To take your phone to uh, either your eyes or whatever or password to enter. All this time you know what you are going to do and to go there and to sit and watch let alone to buy a ticket and travel somewhere. It's all, it's, all, it's all what's on your mind. What's your mind is what you do. You do what is on your mind. You do what you've been considering and you've been thinking about and therefore you've been desiring and you want, that is what you do. So you see, when you see someone doing some things, it's not, it's not, it's not to be treated lightly because it, is gone, it has gone through a lot of processes before the person does it. You'll be very, you'll be very immature and inexperienced for someone to say, oh, I did this and they say, oh, sorry, it's an accident. It is not an accident. It's not an accident. It's not an accident. Either the person is an evil monster, evil liar, deceiver. Because it takes a lot of things to do something. Accidents are rare. If it's an accident, then most likely it's with a stranger. Accidents are rare. 
a lot of things are planned, considered, thought through, switched off from everything the Bible says. Dodged everybody and anybody that would have stopped you. Intentionally, deliberately execute your plan. Thinking. So when you see yourself, I'm going to pray. Uh-huh. How many times have you gone to pray? Hey, how many times have you gone on that site? How many times have you gone on a retreat? Hey, how many times have you gone to that house where you know what is going to happen? Ooh. I think I should be ending. I think I should be going. I'm saying that even the so-called people who say they go on retreats, they fast, they pray, they do this. How how much of what they have been has entered? Otherwise, as they walk by, like this, as they walk by, as they walk by. What do you see? You see that it's not that. It's not that simple. It takes a long time. This a long time before you say, I don't know. This person has a church. The church is growing. Spiritual. Assess that person with spiritual eyes. Don't explain things away. Otherwise, you, you won't have it. You won't get it. You won't become. Yes. As I watched I watch prophets during COVID season where the world was locked down and I watched him leading the world and that is us in his churches in prayer and things. I just said, I just said, I just said to the conclusion, I said, God has called this man. I said, God has called him. I said, I said to myself, this is a calling. This is a calling. If you like, go and have Zoom meeting and tell your pastor to come. As I watch as he can pray with people from 3 a.m. to 1 p.m. And you watch how many are still on. Thousands are on praying. I said to myself, no. I said, this is called a calling. This is a calling. This is a, it's not because his members have iPads. <laughs> I said, this is a calling. You see, you need a spiritual interpretation of things to think spiritually and then you can receive it. Meditate. I think I would like to leave you today with meditating. Yes, meditating. Just meditate on things. Just me- learn to meditate on things. Really think, really think. Think, ab- think about the verses. Meditate on it. Think about the message. Let the message play and play and play and play and play. And think, meditate on what you are hearing. Oh, my prayer for you. I've told you already. I'll tell you again. My prayer, because it didn't enter. My prayer for you is that just one revelation like that will drop into your spirit. You'll be a different person. You are the same because it hasn't entered. It's not because the word is not powerful. The word is powerful. But it hasn't entered. When it enters, you change. You change. There will, the day it enters, there will be a change. We all saw it during COVID. We all saw 119 nations 
Come to the Bible school. Come to, we all saw it, but how many went? How many went? I don't think it, it's, I don't think it's even up to 0.01%. Yes. You may think a lot of people have, a lot of people haven't gone. At all. At all. Take UK alone. At all. The few boys, boys and girls you see walking there, you think that's what it is. Count the number of people in the country. Yeah. You all saw it, but it has it didn't ent- it doesn't ent- it doesn't enter that simply. For some you say, yes, I'm going to do it. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You'll be you'll be a child to think that oh yeah, something great. It's like some revival, some revival is happening in the UK. Revival. The people are really going for ministry. Oh, it's, it's, you are like a joker. People tell me that, oh yeah, your people, I, I tell them that because you haven't seen where they came from. They are more here. They are more entrenched. Entrenched. Deep. They, they, they won't change. They are into pound sterling. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. I mean. And I'm, I'm, I'm explaining to you why. Because we also, we also the things like this. There's this. Okay, so come, do this. No, we also all the time. It's like, okay, we say, well, it's, well I see one night, we're eating sausages. Okay. <laughs> you know, this fasting season, may a revelation enter. Amen. Yes. May light, may light enter. May light come to you. 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 May something drop into your spirit and say, oh. You see, the day the light comes, you say thank you. You say thank you to God. Or maybe you say thank you to your counselor. When you haven't heard a thank you, all counselors, when you haven't heard thank you, light hasn't entered. Mm, They haven't understood. Or they are ungrateful. Because you'll be grateful that somebody saved you. You'll be grateful. This is whether somebody gave you advice and say, Do this. Do this. Do this. Meditate. Do you understand meditating? Think about it carefully. Think about it and keep thinking about it. And keep thinking about it. And keep thinking about it. So you have to be asking yourself, Why did he say that? Then you start looking for the answers. But you see, when you don't ask a question, you don't get answers. Why? Why was this said? Why was this done this way? Why didn't say this? Why? When you say why? Why? But see, as you ask why, make sure that your answers are scriptural, not just empty-headed thinking. Because as for the waves, as for the waves, they are bellowing in your in your heart. They are there. The soul is shaken with feelings and emotions. Oh yeah, high waves like tsunami. High waves. It's all feelings. Feelings. The feelings are strong. Feelings are strong. What do we do next? Okay, I have to say, let's stand to our feet and go. Okay, let's stand to our feet. We finish. Let's stand to our feet.
How many of you, how many of you are going to plan to be spiritual? You're planning to be spiritual? Are you planning to be spiritual? Yes, you have to be a spiritual person. You have to be a spiritual person. Yes. Because you can see, it's a long time since you thought about spiritual gifts. As I was showing the spiritual things, they are gifts, the spiritual meat, the spiritual drink. You've been drinking Coca Cola. <laughs> yes. Drinking Coca Cola. You've been drinking, you've been drinking lies somebody sent you on your phone. Lies. That's what you've been meditating on. Lies. Lies. That, that's why your whole your whole body comes alive because of the lies you've been reading. On your desk, I've I've really missed him. Okay, so I mean he must be an honest person. Because you are because that is what faith comes by here. That's what you are meditating on. That's what you believe in. Read seven great principles, and you see you see what he says about the same things you are reading. So the spirit of the unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. You discover after a man is born again, his his thoughts are the same. It needs to be renewed. So you say you are dealing with someone whose mind is not renewed. That's why he's typed those words to you. Wicked guy, wicked, wicked. You are, read, you are reading messages. You are reading people's messages. Why won't you believe it? You believe it. Okay. What, what, what prayer do you want to pray today? Hmm? Not what? God's will. Okay. Let's pray for God's will to be done in our lives today. Pray for God's will. Thank God. Thank God for this evening. Thank for God, God. Thank God for this evening. Thank Him for His Word, and pray that He will direct you and He will lead you. He will guide you. Oh, pray, pray! Don't be quiet. Don't don't think about. Pray. Speak. 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 Speak.
yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray that God will help you. Ask God for help. Ask Him for help. Ask Him for strength. Tell Him you are weak. He should give you strength. Tell Him you are weak. You can't, but you want to obey Him. You want to follow Him. You want to serve Him. You want to be a vessel of honor. He should save you. He should help you. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. for the workings of the Holy Spirit in our lives Lord may the Holy Spirit speak to us may he guide us may he teach us thank you Father for the blessing of the precious Holy Spirit that we all have in us Lord thank you Father for that gift of the Holy Spirit I thank you that he will teach us he will convict us He will help us, Lord, to think on the right things, to meditate on the right things, so we can can become more spiritual, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the beautiful blessing and the beautiful honor 
of your word in Jesus name I want to pray specially for you let's bow our heads as we pray I want to pray specially for you you are here this evening someone brought you to church somebody invited you to church you've been going to church deep in your heart you know you have no relationship with God you want to say pastor pray with me I want a relationship with God I want to be saved I want to be born again I want my many sins to be forgiven pastor please pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus today while every eye is closed and every head is bowed if you're here like that you want to say pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you lift up high so I can see you just your right hand God bless you I can see your hand there God bless you you want to say pastor pray with me I need Jesus I need Jesus. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. Keep it up. I need Jesus in my life. Don't feel shy. Don't feel shy. Think of yourself. Say, I want 2022. I want a better life with God. I want a better life. I want to live a better life. I need God. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you all. If you have your hand lifted up. I want you to do one more thing now. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come. I want to pray for you here. Come. Come out of your seats. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hands, but you want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Come out of your seats. Don't stay in your seat. Come and come quickly. Come now. Come. Come and join us here. Yes. Come and join us. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Him. Yes, come. There is room. Come. Come. There is room. Come. Come to Jesus. You want to come? Come. Come and give your life to Jesus. Come and give your life to God. Come and establish a relationship with Jesus. Come. Come out of your seats. I'm waiting for you. Come. Yes, come. Don't hold back. Don't stay back. Come to Jesus. Come. Don't hold back. Don't see another time. Come today. Come today. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Him. Come very quickly. I'm waiting for you. Come. Now bow your heads with me. Let's say this prayer. I'm just going to lead you. Let it be your personal prayer. Bow your heads. And close, you close your eyes. So you concentrate better. And the whole church help us as we say this prayer together. Say with me. Say, Heavenly Father. Thank you for today. I am a sinner. Please have mercy on me. Please forgive me of all my sins. I am sorry for all my sins and for all my mistakes. Now say, I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me and he rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my savior say thank you father 
for accepting me today and for making me a child of yours. Please help me live right for you. Please help me do the right things. I don't want to go back to my old ways. Please help me be a Christian. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray for all of them. And I thank you for salvation. Thank you for Jesus. And the blood he shed on the cross for our salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. We have some gifts that I want you to receive these gifts very quickly. God bless you. Receive these gifts. Receive these gifts. God bless you. God bless you. You will never be the same again. God is working in you. God is working on you. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. After church, we'll see you briefly. But go back to your seats now. God bless you. Clap for them as they go back. It means that by the message of God, by the message of God, a revelation of salvation broke through. It broke through the flesh, it broke through the soul, and it entered the spirit that you have to give your life to Jesus. Yes, it entered by the message of God. Anytime you see salvation, it's a miracle. It's a great miracle, great miracle that is happening. That God is doing something spiritual and something beautiful and something fantastic. To see a soul saved, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. So you see, when you are in the church and you are not changing, it's not annoying. It's pitiful. It's like, how? How? What else can be done? Mercy, Lord. You just feel, mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Lord, have mercy for, for a word to enter so we can live for Jesus. I tell you, we are laughing, but I'm telling you, obviously, I can't even see my shadow. But you see, my shadow, the amount of messages I have listened to, even this morning, the amount of messages before I've arrived here. Hey! I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. By now, power should be coming out of my place should be oozing out. But here am I. When I talk, you laugh. <laughs> yes. But the amount of messages I've heard this morning, I'm telling you. Yeah. No problem. They'll keep queuing up. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll queue them up. They'll queue up. We'll make a long queue. The pressure. The door will open. Take out your communion. The blood that Jesus shed Father, let the eating and the drinking of the Lord's body and his blood 
Let it be a blessing to us. Let it be a blessing to us today. In Jesus' name, the body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Now stand for your blessings. Now lift your hands for your blessing. This is a special communion. And receive your special blessing. Whatever represents failure in your life is cancelled today in Jesus' name. Amen. All failures of your life, you are rescued from them now. Receive the power of rescue. Receive the power of rescue in the name of Jesus. You are rescued from your own devices. Every failure financially you are rescued from it today in Jesus name every failure morally you are rescued from it and the effects of it in the name of Jesus let me hear your loudest amen Amen. let me hear your loudest amen. amen every failure to do the right thing anything you fail to do what is right that is turning into a giant in your life to chase you by the blood of the Lamb. Yes, Lord. Be rescued from that giant. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Amen. Whatever represents a curse, a frustration continued and repeated failure of your life by the blood be rescued now from that in Jesus name by the blood of the lamb receive your forgiveness receive rescue by the power of God receive deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ whatever represents defeat whatever has defeated you I bless you to overcome what has defeated you in the past something that fought with you and was able to defeat you from today by the power the strength the help of God receive the power to overcome what defeated you. Amen. In I the receive name of it. Jesus. Amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. Amen. Now I see somebody lifting up two hands like this, which means that you have the victory. Receive the victory. Receive power to overcome. In Jesus' name. Receive it now. Say, I receive it. Say, I receive it. Say, I believe it. I receive it. Power to overcome my failures, my defeats, my disgrace. In the name of Jesus. Any shame, any shame or shameful thing associated with you, 
is cancelled today. Amen. For your shame, yes. you shall receive double. Amen. Receive double honor. I receive it. By the power of the Holy Ghost. I receive it. Now put your hand on your belly. Ah. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. May the Spirit of God flow out of you Amen. and flow in you Amen. and flow through you Amen. in a great and violent way Amen. from today. Changing you and making you a new person. Yes. The Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord give you peace. Amen. The Lord make his face shine upon Amen. you. The Lord remember you. Amen. The Lord answer your prayers. Amen. The Lord help you. Amen. The Lord fight for you. Amen. The Lord contend with those who contend against you. Amen. The Lord stand up for you. Arise, O oh Lord, and let your enemies be scattered. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For blessing mm. everyone yes. with life. Whatever is called death, mm. coffin, funeral, mm. sadness, mm. sorrow, mm. pain, mm. futility, mm. coming near you mm. in the name of Jesus, I rebuke it now. Amen. Death, go away. Death, go away. Death, go away. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and receive the grace to cross 70 with ease. 70 with ease. Receive power from God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, thank you for hearing our special prayer and this special communion service. Yes based on John 6.50 that this is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat and not die so we have believed as we have eaten and drank we have eaten and drank and shall not die or experience death when we ought not to experience it Thank you, Thank you for your blessing. Yes. And everybody shouted your loudest, Amen. Amen. Oh, put your hands together. What a blessing. Did you feel that was a special blessing? That's a special blessing. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.